2: It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9.
3: Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast.
2: Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge.
0: From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell.
4: On a day where controversy clouds, a Monday night football win for Pittsburgh. College basketball. I, I is... see no controversy. Of course you don't. College basketball is tipped off, and the second iteration of the college football playoff standings come out today. What is the Vegas lead?
1: Now, I know that math isn't your friend. You, you have, a, I, I think, a volatile relationship with math. Uh, it's adversarial, I'd say. You just don't. I mean, let's be honest. You didn't love math classes in high school.
4: I didn't love math classes but I typically excelled at math classes.
1: Yeah, but you, there's something about you that wants to reject. You're a smart guy, you just reject logic. Maybe it's cuz you like to have your own opinion because 2 plus 2 equals 4. Math is not an opinion based. Exactly. Business. And and I and people like it when they can have their opinion explain away. And you know who else is like that? Is despots. Those who rule countries with iron fists and force they like to have their reality be the reality. You're
4: saying Genghis Khan hated algebra.
1: Yeah, and Stalin, Hitler, <laughs> Mussolini. I think that crowd, okay. they never liked 2 plus 2 equals 4, and neither do you. It's fair. I'm not saying that's necessarily any other connection. <laughs> so Thank let's, you. Let's get to it. But let me say one math thing that you may reject. There was not a single moment in that Steelers game last night. Not one second in which the Steelers weren't favored to win the game. Even when they went down, they were favored to win the game. Over a 50% chance every second of the game. So, w- the controversy was what? Were the Bears going to lose by a little bit or lose by a lot, it feels like? Now, they could have lost. Right When someone's 55%, that means there's 45 on the other side. But Pittsburgh controlled that game and had a moment that they lost control but they still were 50, over 50 percent.
4: i do agree with that so where's the controversy that said the pittsburgh steelers 29 chicago bears 27 the bears cover all numbers uh but do not get the win obviously i think that while yes i feel like the the right team probably won in the end what's the headline here buddy that the officials are injecting themselves into games in moments where it, it is making it's making decisions on who wins the game. It's not Well, that's what officials are supposed no, to do. No, that's not what they do. If someone
1: does something that's wrong, if they yes. break the rule, the officials are supposed to call it. Yes. Thus, if you don't like the rule, you know the old saying, if you don't like the law, change the law. I'm not sure how the official. Now, first off, are you the type of guy that says the following? Um Yeah, I know that was a penalty. I know that was a a charge, but they shouldn't call it there. No. right? So you think that a game should be called fairly from beginning to end? Because otherwise, and I'm happy you think that way, otherwise it's irrational to think, okay, ref, make the call, but also calculate the significance of this call in the scheme of the game. So when you say, oh, they're affecting the game, that's what they're supposed to do.
4: I'll I'll say the one instance where... Oh, you had me one. I'll see if you disagree with when there's a Hail Mary, a 60-yard Hail Mary throw in the end zone, you could probably call a PI every time. Well, then,
1: then you know what? They should be, The defense should be teaching that differently then. Because what they're taught is uh, uh, do, um, commit a pass interference because they're not going to call it. So that means let's just start calling, like, make it a point of emphasis, as they say, entering a year, not a week, and say, we're done with that. We're going to have it because that's an exciting play. It is. Do we really want to see them kind of like tackled before the ball gets there? But that's what this league does. They evolve to the way games are being called, the way the opponent's playing. To me, something we'll talk about in the next segment, and I think it's one of the most exciting things I've seen in years for the NFL. Is how the little nerdy, hey, I've got my abacus out, ah, 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 those types who were talking about, you don't, shouldn't run the ball. They should try to entice the, pa- the, the run. Entice the run on defense. All of a sudden now, it's like, well, wait a minute. The rest of the league's kind of changed, and the Bills are struggling with that mentality. The Chiefs are struggling. Oh, the two AFC teams that made the, fi- the conference finals last year. And oh, look, the guy that won the Super Bowl and the team that won the Super Bowl, old school Tampa Bay, playing some defense, running the ball on first down. Every freaking week last year, I heard him say, yeah, the Bucks won, but I, they have inefficiency on first down. They should be throwing more on first. It's like these people have never even probably seen a football field in real life. And I, listen, I do believe, I, I, listen, I played high school football. I never even sniffed Division Three. So what I'm saying is, I'm not a football player. I can appreciate the fact football players know things I don't. I love a good articulate football player that will talk about what's happening in the trenches. I'm not saying that you can't have comment if you don't have a history of a player, but you better appreciate the players. There's nothing that got me more riled up this off se- or this season. It was about week three. I was listening to a podcast. I give this site a lot of love, so I'll say it was the ringer. They had like three guys in their 20s talking. And they were critiquing Belichick. <laughs> Three dorks in their twenties critiquing Belichick, saying, "Yeah, you know, he punted there, but I, you know, I accept that. I'm not going to blame. <laughs> it's like, really, really? I think you got to have some. Thanks for your permission. You've Got to have some self awareness that if you think you're in a position to critique Belichick about football, you better be a freaking Nobel Prize winner. And then maybe, if you didn't play, you could figure it out. Ugh. But anyway, I love that it's reversing itself. Where now the math guys don't know what to do, right? Because they say, "Well, wait a minute, it's not what now." Everyone's adjusted to the math, and now what? Because Mahomes is broken is a narrative that I'm not sure is wrong at this point. And the irony is, Mahomes was the one quarterback this year I thought we could be sure of would play well, and that everyone else, Josh Allen included, was a question mark. Yep. And you know what? Maybe everyone should have been, except Tom Brady. He's the one you think there should be questions because he's because he's, he's eighty. He's almost eighty. Yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of
4: Vegas weekdays at six PM Eastern, three PM Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio
0: and the iHeartRadio app. From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
1: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god. I'm R.J. Bell. We're straight out of Vegas. All right, let's get to the taunting. We debated this passionately before the show, and you know what? I'm happy because we can spare them, the listeners, all of the iterations. I'm going to give you 28 seconds to make your case.
4: Taunting by the NFL rulebook is using baiting or taunting acts or words. So that may taunting
1: is using taunting acts.
4: Yes, that's your lead. Uh, I'm re- I'm just reading the rule okay, by, the, it by seems the letter. Pretty self evident, right? I thought this was my 28 seconds. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> that may engender ill will between teams. The referee last night decided that a player walking and looking at other players was taunting. Oh,
1: so he was looking at the sidelines.
4: Looking at other players on
1: the sidelines. Why see he? Here's the question. What intent could there be to be walking to the other sideline? He didn't walk to the other sideline. No, line. he walked towards the Steelers' sidelines, looking at him. How far? I mean, how far did he get? I don't know, six or eight steps. What could he is he what is he doing aerobics and he's trying to circumnavigate the stadium? He could have been waiting to get on the so punt if team. You start saying If you start saying it could have been You're saying you're projecting what he's doing yourself right now. I'm saying there's no 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 projecting. I'm saying there's no rational reason to walk in the opposite direction of where you're going unless you have intention. He's not necessarily going to the sideline. What where, where's he going? To line up for the punt. So he's lining up for the punt. He knows he's on punt team without his special teams guy telling him? They, they rotate punt teams all the time. I've never seen a guy. Have you ever seen a guy on a field in the NFL make a play, then walk to the opposite side of the field to wait for the next play to then cover punts?
4: I don't know because I've never when paid you say attention I don't know. to it.
1: I mean, I, you did for a while before you had it repealed, have an NFL press pass. Is that correct, I did. Houston? <laughs> You've been at games on the sidelines. Yes. On the sideline. Yes. Have you ever seen that? I don't know. All right. So that sounds like the guy. The, the, that sounds like the mob guy on the stand saying, "Have you ever shot anyone?" <laughs> I don't know. I don't. What do you mean by shot? That's what it sounds like. <laughs> that was not impressive. Okay. So far. So you, tell you tell me now I, in 28 I, seconds
4: how walking and looking is now a penalty in the NFL.
1: First off, I said I'd give you 28 seconds. I didn't tell you what to answer. Now I get 28 seconds. Okay. And as the host, I get 38 seconds. Fair. <laughs> I'm just going to be silent for 10 just to taunt. <laughs> Here's the thing. I said this in the pre-production, and AJ's answer is going to slam dunk the conversation. It was not a bad call. It was taunting. And I asked him the following. If the player had made the play, now let's not forget, after the play, he did a Mr. Miyagi roundhouse kick. Not How- Taunting. Not talented. So, obviously, they're trying to follow the letter of the rule. Because that roundhouse kick, which to me is insane that that's legal. Imagine if he hit someone in the head. That, now, that would be a penalty. Yeah, would it be? <laughs> he'd say, it was, he'd say oh, I didn't mean to. No intent. But hold on a second. He did the roundhouse kick. And then I said, after that, if he sprinted at full speed to the Steelers' sideline, stopped a second, almost like the Roadrunner, not going off the cliff... And stopped, and then lifted his hand to the sky like Thor or something, and gave out a wild scream, and then ran back to his sidelines. Would that be taunting? And AJ, your answer was no. Not by the rule. Case closed. <laughs> Control room, is there any debate about the whitewashing here?
4: I think you made your point, AJ. No debate. So yeah. can you can you specify? <laughs> The taunting act or words that were exchanged.
1: When you, for no rational reason, after making a good play, walk to the other sidelines with a how do you like me now Uh, gate. G A I G. Now we're judging the way a guy walks. Well, yeah. I mean, you ever see one, like, uh, let's think about this a second. You ever see Fred G. Sanford on Sanford and Sons when he's got certain walk? That was not how he walked. No, no, no. I'm just saying that walk (laughs) gives you a little bit of an idea, right? It's funny. The criminals, and I'm not saying you're a criminal. I think former criminal would be fair, right? (laughs) Okay. I mean, not like you ever, you were were a uh, kind of guy that should have went to maybe like Boys Town. Probably, you know, you didn't. You went to the service at seventeen instead. Yeah, All right. that was. I've like had you, my run in. That was though. you, like getting kind of. Th- I mean, I don't know what judges. Uh, what was the judge's advice about? You better go to the service if you don't want to. You know, was there a judge involved with you going to the service? No. Okay, just implicitly.
4: There was a judge involved with me before I went to the
1: service. <laughs> exactly. So I think guys like this with this kind of history. And I'm not casting aspersions. They like it when they can say, is there, um, can I somehow dispute this? Could I say, hey, I didn't mean to have a gun or bullets aren't, you know, a gun without bullets, what's that mean? Like there's always this kind of spiel. The guy taunted, and I'm gonna give you a chance, final thing here, to let the nation know you're sane, that you know he was taunting. He was not taunting. He walked and looked. <laughs> That's what taunting is. No,
4: taunting is getting in a guy's face, flexing on him, 40 <laughs> feet away, 40 feet away.
1: I do find this to be interesting. The NFL is so worried about violence, the sense of, you know, concussions and is their game barbaric? They're worried about the appearance of like gang fighting of um, street kind of stuff, and taunting feels to middle America like man, that those are they're not sportsmen like this isn't a sport. and to me, I think the NFL is emphasizing this not because they want to be a no fun league, they don't want to connect the vi and let's be candid with these alpha males. If you taunt them, they are gonna there's gonna be retribution. there's gonna be a response to that. On Get Up this morning, they were talking about it being, you know, most of the players thought it was taunting. I mean, they could be wrong, those NFL players. But they thought it was taunting, but they said, you know what every Steeler was thinking? Well, I got something to give you next chance I get to that, you know, the player. Now, that's what the NFL wants to avoid. Because if the Steelers are looking for retribution, and then what happens then? There's retribution for retribution, and it never stops. If someone hurts someone on purpose, they're going to get retribution. But they don't want it to be that this taunting leads to more violence on the field.
4: The problem is there were multiple calls last night where Justin Fields got hit late, got hit like he wasn't a quarterback, no flags thrown. And then they Do you decide... think the
1: referees were biased to the Steelers? I think the
4: referees, I think the referees think had a bad game. They the Steelers to win? No, I think the referees had a bad game.
1: So you're making my point. There's going to be inevitable times. There's late hits or something the refs don't see. There's going to be inevitable retribution for that, where the other team wants to get even. You've got to diminish the amount of things that's going to lead to retribution, and taunting's one of them that they can get rid of.
4: I agree. All right. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host
0: of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth absolute fire on mondays wednesdays and fridays facts only make sure you check your feelings at the door because no bs is allowed we keep it 100 this is where real conversations happen listen to the rights or wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio radio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast
1: This is a new segment. It's the Tuesday beat the line best bet because lines move you're a college football expert, so you're college football early. Beat the line. Best bet. South Carolina
4: plus one at Missouri. I just refuse to give this Missouri any respect until they show something on defense. They were inspired for about a quarter against Georgia. Then they rolled over uh, and did absolutely nothing for the rest of the game. South Carolina is coming off the biggest win of their season over Florida. And right now, they've got a chance to go to a bowl game. In, in Beamer's first season as head coach, they haven't been since 2018. It would be a huge thing for South Carolina. They're motivated. They have to win this game to get to a bowl. I like South Carolina plus one at Missouri.
1: Okay, now this is going to prove to the audience how authentic this show is. I'm going to pass for a day on my best bet. I had a game I liked. I was going to give it. And I just saw something in the break. I said, I don't like that. So, I'm going to give a little lesson on line moves. But tomorrow, I'll have an early best bet for you. See, there you go. This is the kind of authenticness we show. I want us to consider this Washington-Tampa Bay game. Now, the look-ahead line, what is the look-ahead line? That's the line that is the week before the game. So what happens in the interim? There's a game played. But guess what? Tampa Bay was on a bye. And you know who else was on a bye? Washington. Right? Yeah. Well, the line in the look-ahead was 7.5, Tampa Bay. The line now is 9.5, Tampa Bay. (laughs) What's changed? Tom Brady hasn't gotten younger. So it goes to show you that the narratives, it was like, oh, Tampa, they really excelled here because everyone else lost. And it's like, yeah, maybe, maybe Tampa's Super Bowl odds improved, but it didn't help them against Washington. Now, I don't want to give that as a pick because I think the line probably keeps going up. But it's something to note. And tomorrow I'll have my beat the line best bet.